Welcome to Termagent Talk, a weekly walk through the minds of two hip-hop heads who happen to be women. I'm Goody. And I am Chantel. Hello, how are you? Uh, hello. Hello. How are you? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, we want to just uh, take a moment out to thank Danny Crudup and Joelle Philip for joining us last week. Well, actually, two weeks ago um, for the Danny Crudup episode. Uh, I did not, when we started this podcast, imagine that the first man that was going to show up on this podcast would have been Daniel C. Crudup. But now that it's happened, it makes perfect sense. It makes sense that um, it would have been him or Wes. Well, the thing about Danny is that Danny's got the hip hop knowledge. Uh, Wes decided to men in black his entire time here in America through his high school and became my, the mightiest trinity there is. So yeah, the mightiest trinity. So he only knows soca music facts. So I don't necessarily know if he would have that, had that much fun. Um, also, he cursed me out uh, the other day. and uh, um, Aggressively? Or yeah, no, he or was fucked me a couple times. Like in like three oh. minutes. And I was just like, oh. That means y'all are really friends. I see. Now y'all are really friends now because that's our... Uh, yeah, yeah. I called to check on him in Trinidad, and um, you know, he cursed me out. But then he told me how they he not built to be really Trinidadian because they partying him under the bus. Yeah, he, so he should bring his ass back here and go with me to SOBs to a hip hop show. That's the challenge. Chantella was that would be a segment. Chantella was go to a hip hop show. show. He would be complaining about all manners of fire hazards and such. <laughs> Oh, this is a fire hazard. <laughs> but yeah, I still would like to say that we really got like nice feedback from the uh, the Danny Crudup episode. You never know. We're not going to plan when we have guests like that. They're just going to pop out and you guys are going to have to listen. Well, especially if it's going to be Danny because Danny is not the dude you plan around. Danny's like, ah! Well, the thing of it is that in order for us to be friends, you must plan a bit. Mm-hmm. So, and it's funny because I'm actually planning. Does that challenge shift. him? No, he's really not that hard when it comes to that stuff. I just think that most people are really accommodating when he starts with his shit. So he ends up getting his way because y'all don't push back. Yeah, Danny be on his shit. He be like, yo. So, like, I'm going out to L.A. in May. And, like, it's a structured visit. How you know? What if he sees you as a queen? And he wants to take nah, you to um, this festival, this Lovers and Friends festival, no, friends as the friends part. He don't believe in queens, because he keeps saying what, what he's. Oh okay. yeah. So let's talk about the Friends and Friends Friend, Lovers and Friends. Lovers Fest. and Friends festival is a music festival that's being put on in Los Angeles, California, by the people who created Coachella, I believe. And the headliners are it's, like, cra- it's a crazy headline Like Snoop Dogg, Usher. Usher And one other really big person And then it's about 10, li- ten rows Of artists on this thing That everybody would like to hear Well sweetie Nina Sky I don't, I don't know about sweetie I saw yeah. if she's given us what we've seen It's gonna move your body girl and um, Foxy Brown was on it, but they took her off. I'm glad they Thankfully. took her off because I don't think, you know, nothing against Fox. I would like her or anybody else who, you know, I want the careers to be long lasting. Mm-hmm. But that last thing we saw, mm-hmm. I was laughing at the episode where we were like the the brown fox. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the brown fox. I will tell you that that, that podcast gets a lot of um, a lot of listens. Like people go back. I think it could back. be the, t- the title. 
those are those days when I feel like I've jumped in my title making bag. Like, mm. I feel real. Yeah, I, I looked at it the other day and yeah. I was laughing my ass off because yeah. I was like, it, it has a lot of listens. I was thinking, I was like, yo, I don't want to see this. Like, yeah, and then her and Kim, the um, 112 thing, like, it's a lot of people that six, yeah, but it's a lot of people guys. that I'm like, okay. It's nice to put them on a list. Lil' yeah. Kim wasn't even down until, like, Snoop had to make a call to make sure she got her money. Yeah. That, it's already sounded sketch to me. And I don't even know if it's really sketch or if it's just that they pulled the trigger too soon. It just so happens that the weekend I'm going is the same weekend of this event, but... Um, Do you think that's going to make commuting around the town? Yeah, but the way L.A. is set up is different than New York, <laughs> okay. so like, we don't have to go that way. Because um, you know in New York that shit would be a problem. Not necessarily because if the event's happening on Randall's Island, I could just stay in Queens. That's I could true. just go to Brooklyn. So I think that the way Danny was explaining to me where this is, it's in a place that we, unless we're going to a pop-up dinner. Um, so unless the pop-up dinner is literally in the same neighborhood as this, um, it won't affect us. We could just go as a curiosity to see like what all is going on because I'm getting a rental car. I'm not Ubering around that city. I am behind the wheel. Okay. Uh, so I'm almost all set. I'm just going to book my flight. But I already found my hotel, found my car. I'm ready to go. So anyway, I still have that to say that the lover, friends and lovers and friends, the most me and Danny going to see is the parking lot. Okay. Yeah. Is that Why don't you want to go? Because I don't trust the L.A. infrastructure. There's something about it. And again, I've only been there once. I'm going to go here for a second time. But upon my first visit... The energy there just seems a little willy-nilly. I just don't feel like they got a good handle on, like, public safety. Okay. So That's fair. I don't think it's going to be a dud. I just don't want to be trampled. For me, the price of the tickets. Ah, no. The price is not a problem. Well, the price was That's like... $150. That's not the prices I saw. I saw $200 and something. What you was trying to do? Stand next to fucking Snoop Dogg? Nah. The VIP was, was like $500. Well, the VIPs are a scam. That, that was five hundred and something. Yeah, but the regular general admission was uh-huh. like two hundred and fifty-three. Mm. And I'm like, mm. to see Snoop Dogg first. You don't even care for him. Correct. You don't care for his music. I don't hate it. I just don't love it. You don't care for it. But now, let's talk about a music festival. Which one? Read the one that we all going to. The uh, oh yes, we yeah we going. The baby and mm-hmm. Summer Walker is the headliners. Now we got a What do you think about Summer Walker? No, thank you. Um, thank you. Yeah, I'm cool. Same. Like, no, thank you. I will be. I don't think the voice is as crazy as people are saying it's it. So, eh. Right. Everybody's Aaliyah, but not so good. Right. But you know who her reminds me of? I know we're all over the place. Her has a voice. Lauren. Yes. Right? Yes, yes. Lauren. Yes. But, Lauren um, and Jill Scott. If Lauren and Jill Scott made a baby, it, it would be. be yeah, it would be her. I'll take her. She's I pregnant, wait. by the way. Her? Yeah. Congratulations. Well, who? What? I don't know who. But How do you I know, know she's pregnant? Who said she's that? She's pregnant. She's big pregnant. I just looked at the girl. She was not pregnant. Well, you're going to have to look again a couple months. Oh. Well, whatever. It's not my business. Um, so, anyway, Roots Picnic. Unfortunately, the girl, Abby, can't go. Why not? That's we. That's her time. We in her time. Because Larry's getting married that day. Oh, okay. I probably shouldn't have said his last name, but... <laughs> Sorry, but he getting married. Anywho, um, <laughs> you can delete that. Delete that out. And then leave it me saying delete that out. So you know what you do, Ian, and put a beep on it. Delete that. You look at the time marker. You saw it. It was like seven thirty. All right, 
seven thirty. Cause you crazy. <laughs> we bleeping that shit for real, for real. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, so unfortunately, but there's a, still a set of people that I know that are gonna be going. You're gonna be going. We're mm-hmm. gonna get to see me. We're gonna get to see the baby. Um, do say Palooza. So there's a do say Palooza. Yeah, that that we're gonna get to experience in that beautiful under the, bar for the same under that tent, like the tent and it, it's all one fee, right? Mm-hmm. Because they did do good. They did do say Palooza like the weekend after we came no, back. No, they did do say Palooza the night before. Is that what happened? You went to do say Palooza, and I was like, damn it, I didn't buy the no. tickets. No. Yes, me and Abby went to do say Palooza, and then Janine, I think. Came the next day, I think. I can't remember. Yes. But what they did is they combined it, which is better. For me. Yeah. So all we need to do is figure out, like, what we're going to wear, how we're going to do it. You already put me on to game, and you was right. I'm wearing my sneakers, mm-hmm. some shorts, mm-hmm. a fanny pack, because mm-hmm. after the last time mm-hmm. when Premier lost his phone, mm-hmm. I'm going to have me a little fanny pack. Yeah, I'm a, I may put on some sneakers or some Doc Martens, a skirt or shorts or leggings or just... Simple clothes. You think Doc Martens are built for that? Yeah, that's the whole point of them. The only is problem is that my feet will be hot. Right. I'd rather my feet be hot than dirty. Always. Okay. I always wear sneakers to those things. I don't know how people be out there with their raw toes. Oh, yeah, out. no. Raw toes will not Ugh. be out. No. Anyway. Kicks. So, L.A., Lovers and Friends is not for me, but I will be out there. So, I will 100% go look. Take pictures and of And come back and tell y'all the people business. And then, at the end of May, we taking this podcast on the road. road. Are we going to record out there? I don't know, because I don't know where I'm going to live, because my Philadelphia connection is going to be... I don't even know what the daggone wedding is, but she won't be here. And the only problem is that... The only problem is... Let's Airbnb her space. No. (laughs) Hey, yo, Abby. No, No. We got this Airbnb money. Um, The other problem is that I might have to get rid of my tickets because if it's Kyrie's graduation, then he can't be graduating on this. Between one of the two, those two weekends. Well, you need to talk to the mayor. I don't understand what's up with the school. You need to talk to the mayor. It's February. You need to talk to the mayor or the governor (laughs) or the (laughs) motherfucking president. president. Yeah. So that's that's the music festival section of this pod. Yeah. Which is friends and lovers, thumbs down for me. Roots Pitnick. Thumbs up, up for us. So definitely, if you guys are out there, please feel free to uh, t- well tell us. Yeah, like, let us know. You you gonna you wanna be out there? Yeah, because if you are, we wanna we wanna say what up, what up, what up. There's gonna be a lot to do, just like last time we learned. I don't feel like I learned anything though, except I know how to wait be a outside. minute. Michelle and Deglicello is doing her mm-hmm. Prince. Mm-hmm. It's a tribute, I hope yeah. She does it after dark? I, I don't. Want it's that. gonna be after dark, I and I imagine we're gonna be lit up in purple. Mm-hmm. I want this. I want to stay till it's over. So, like, um, you know, we, I was talking to Janine. She went last year. She's made some adjustments so that, like, we're gonna be. She's like got tired. She's like, I ain't getting tired this time. I'm riding the whole thing out. So, so she's taking the D three, the vitamin D three, because I'm taking vitamin D three. So I, I should need some light. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was pulling it through anyway, but yeah. I was tired whenever I yeah, got yeah. home. So I think she she will be more will be more energetic in the place. So I'm gonna we're gonna finish the whole thing out because I want to see that uh, black thought. Oh yeah, for sure. With Ray and is that Ray and Ghost? Yeah, he's gonna have Ray and Ghost. Ain't he gonna have yeah. Benny the Butcher up there yeah. too? Come on. Or the whole Griselda yeah. or Either okay. Way. Yeah, it sounds like it's gonna be lit. I'm yeah, excited. I don't know what to wear. 
I mean, it's May, and who knows what, but I'm just like... Oh, and then Shauna's cousin... Um, Shauna has a cousin who runs a... Um, who does a shaper line. Yeah. And remember that tent? Yeah. So we love Philly, so she's a Philly-based person. Mm-hmm. She's going to be vending there. And I bet you the Sable Collective will be vending there again, too. Okay. So what she does is she does uh, this really nice shaper stuff, and... Um, She's going to be vending. We see you, sis. Yeah, so we're going to have her out there and a bunch of other women. It was a lot of women-owned businesses out there. The vending the vending tent was nice. And it had a beautiful view of the city. Okay. The yeah. Oh, yeah. This that? Is, oh, that was gorgeous. It was like an overlook. Especially as it got darker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was lit. Yeah. So I, I, I'm excited. Um, I guess music festival season is here um i feel like for me fast approaching the roots picnic is probably the most age appropriate music festival if i was a little younger i would go to that dream if they do the dreamville one again they're doing the dreamville one again in north carolina like the j cole like i feel like dev is going dev is like i'm going but she's from north she's 35 and she's from north carolina i think everyone between 30 and 39 love j cole to some level, I, I'm 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 getting an appreciation for him. Yeah, but I just think he's not ours. I'm acquiring a taste yeah, for him. He's not ours. Yeah, he's but not. He is theirs. Like that thirty to thirty nine year old sector of people, they fuck with him so heavy, and it's nice that they're in a place where they get to go to an event that is for them, which is it, different. It, like you don't feel like an old head. And you don't, it, feel, too you don't young. feel old. You don't feel young. And then the music is it, it's good music. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> right. It, it, the music is lit. So yeah. Um, have you? You probably haven't because you don't do the love and hip hop set. Um, but Monique Slaughter has a podcast or a video, a, a vodcast. It, it's, it's a video, um, mm-hmm. a visual podcast with Fizz's ex girlfriend. That's the April girl? Um, no. Her name's Tiffany. She was best friends with Monice's ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And didn't like... Yeah, well, they have a podcast together now. Ari Lennox was on it with them today. It's called What Had Happened Was. Oh, cute. That's a cute title. And, you know, they said, you know, the Tiffany lady, um, she, she sells a... A crawfish broil seasoning. So they they have like the the seafood going a, a seafood broil and they drink and they talk mm-hmm. about sex and stuff. But talk about sex in like a well, just a girlfriend's type of setting. Okay, okay. Like they tried to ask Ari Lennox if she who she thought was sexy, mm-hmm. like which woman would make her turn. And Moniz has a crush on Summer Walker and. Ari was like, that's my friend. I wouldn't sleep with my friend. Oh, okay. But, yeah. You know, it's possible for you also not to have a girl crush. Right. Right. But, that you know, mm-hmm. all of that to say, I don't know what I was saying. You were just giving us an update on some young girls. Oh, Ari Lennox was the, the connection because she, she was talking about how, like, J. Cole kind of just gives them free reign. To mm-hmm. do gives his squad free reign to do whatever they want. They're not held to the standards of um, I need my I need the music to sound like this, and it's and she says sometimes it's a bit overwhelming. I don't know if I could work like that. I might need the structure. Mm. But I thought that was dope. Yeah, well, Jay Cole's is a problem. He's an artist, and they're all peers, and it's a peer group. I think it's nice. It is Good nice, but him. if you think about it, he's not their big homie. He's not. He's, he's like their bro. Yeah. 
And he also went through his things where his sound, like where Jay Z kept calling him to tell him he had to change this and change mm-hmm. that. So he's probably like, just bring me good, just bring me something that's good. So I dig it. Yeah, we may have to give it a listen. Yeah, send me a link. Well, it's all everything. Mm-hmm. Everything they do, all his artists just do whatever they want to do. Premier went to see Earth Gang too. How do you like it? He loves them. So you know. Took he's time a, out he's of his a younger set, so I'm always interested in what he's interested in. I think in. they're going to be the more, um, like, they're instead of being into J. Cole, they're going to be into the products that he pre- He loves J. Cole, by the mm-hmm. way, but he's going to be more into, like, J.I.D. and, like, oh, he's following the Dream. Yeah, he's he's following the Dream the Dreamville rappers. Like, okay. he's in. All right. Like the, he he was like, no, mom, I will not be home because I'm going to Where see. Where the Earth fuck Gang. is the rest of TDE right now? What are they doing? Um, they could, maybe they're in the lab. I hate that bullshit. You know, I just hate the term. But you know, but since it was just on an album cover looking, I mean on a, uh, on the Rolling Stone looking horrible. I mean, no one in that picture looked good. I didn't like the I didn't like the 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 setup of the picture. It just looked. It, it it wasn't produced. It, it should have been better produced. But she looked horrible to me. Like just the pose, what you she was wearing, it was bad. Say something. <laughs> well, I don't know if I feel that they looked bad. You, um, but she, you feel like she looked bad. I Yo, well, I saw why. it and I thought of Danny immediately well, because no, no, because that's not the girl that Danny loves. Like she, no, he don't love her, but he no, like, he loves her when she looks good and she didn't look her best. She's been working on her physical. She's been looking happier. Her skin has been looking whatever. I'm a little confused about Scissor. One day we're gonna get into this. Like what? What happened to the fucking freckles and the long natural hair? Was that what was? Remember, she was like the girl who's got long natural hair, and she was giving the fellas was, the freckles that they the was freckles, asking she had for. Like a chubbier face. So was that? I'm not sure what's going on. I don't know what's or, going on with her because a lot of times she be having she be having a lot of misses. She be having a lot of misses. Well, lately she's been looking great, but like I don't get it. The cover was weird. Only I, it she, was awkward. She was standing in a weird off to the side spot. Like, like so, I, maybe she was. In, were they together? You think when they took the picture? I thought they were trying to give us TLC vibes. Mm, like there's a better a way to give us TLC yeah, vibes. Just put them in outfits like TLC and be like, or you like know, this. put them in the exact same pose that TLC yeah. had. You know what? That would have been well produced. It was three women, artists, put them together. Who's producing this shit? Yeah, uh, I don't have a lot to say about this, but I see that she said that she's not going to do no more interviews. What, what was it because of the uh, the feedback from? No, I didn't even get I don't into think she the interview. The pictures, like, isn't it her job to to, say so, yes to be or like, no? nah, I don't like this. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. But I, like the kind of person I am, when pictures get taken, I'm like, I don't really care. And well, then the pictures are shown and Let me tell you something. When we take pictures that I don't really care, bullshit is out the window. We're going to stare at them pictures till for days if we have to. Because you don't want to say you don't care. And someone makes a selection and then you're like out there with something that's just in the world that you cannot Like for me, control. I just be like, I, I know what I really look like. No, that's me personally. No, I'd be like, no, I'm good. No, fuck that. No, no, no. I'd be like, yeah, I'm good. No, 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 no. If we're doing it, t- no. You have to like this. Not... Not at no. I like this. This makes me happy. No, 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 no. I'll be like, no, yeah, no, I. No, 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 no. 
Are we going to ask the people for pictures yet? <laughs> Since anyway, we talking about pictures. we talking about it, we kind of need some photographers. I'm going to have to like those pictures. Uh, yeah. Yes, you're going to have to absolutely love the pictures. And any video stuff, you are going to have to like it. All right. We both are going to have to love it. So, okay. I mean, so I'm sure it will be well produced. What are we going to do? If you guys do? have any photographers that you know, call us up 1-800-223-9797. Will I need a makeup up. artist or will you just do it? No, you're going to make up artist that's not named me because I can't do nobody. Ain't you going to buy the people, buy up the people that I make up yeah. today? After this, after we finish recording, me and Tamiko are going to make up Tamiko, artists. make sure you take me picture. <laughs> <laughs> Do do my fist. <laughs> Make sure you do my fist. No. I bring my own little confetti things. <laughs> no. Um, we'll figure that out. So we, we probably need someone. We need photographers. Uh, I'm, I'm going to need a makeup artist because Chantel acting stingy with the skills that she don't watch all the YouTubes. Girl. She don't watch all the YouTubes. All the YouTubes. All, all the YouTubes. All on the YouTubes. All on the Instagram. All that Sephora with mad Sephora points. Yeah, all, all of that, and she don't want to. She don't want to do me fist. So I'm gonna need. Me. I'm gonna need. Um, I'm gonna need a, a makeup artist, and we are gonna need a photographer. We are. We are. We're gonna need a photographer. And if you got some clothes you want us to wear, you can send that shit over too. Facts. Yeah, we'll wear your clothes. I'll, I'll wear your clothes. And then you can be like, "Oh, we see you, sis," but like, look at us in your stuff. So yeah, we see you. They see you. We everybody see, see you. It's hey, lit. Hey, it's lit. Yeah. So we'll ask again. We're gonna keep asking. Yeah, but we would be remiss if we didn't take a moment to acknowledge the wild shit that happened last week, Goody. Where yeah. we woke up to the crazy, weird, weird news. It was weird that um, Brooklyn rapper Pop Smoke was murdered in L.A. Um, so Pop Smoke, born Bashir Jackson from Canarsie. He was like not even 21 years old, and he was murdered in the Hollywood Hills Monday morning. Was that Tuesday yeah, morning? Tuesday morning, and yeah. or Wednesday. Uh, Tuesday morning. Yeah. Um, Strange. It's it was weird, and I feel like my reaction to it was weird because How did you react? I looked. I said, "Okay, mm-hmm. oh no," deep sigh. Then I thought about it. I was like, gosh, niggas say they outside. And I was like, fuck. Like, you know, me, I'm always oh, thinking. Oh, you mean because of his content? Because of his content. But, like, I think, and we'll get into this later, but you got to watch what you're saying and how you're saying it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because words are powerful. Yeah. So, but I think I'm to the point right now, there are a lot of senseless murders and um, surprise deaths. Even in this time right now, like just in 2020, and we're we're still in February, I think I might just be numb right now. Like every time I really think about the fact that he's not he he is no longer with us, I'm like holy smoke. But like, I was real. I'm numb. This is happening a lot. Ah. Uh. I don't know that it's numbness. It's just like, well, that's unfortunate um, for you to be not 21 years old. Kind of. Just put your album out. It's lit. And this is my little homie. I like his music. Yeah, you do like his music a lot. A lot. Like, my son hit me up, like, as soon as he heard, are you okay, mom? Did you hear about Pop Smoke? Right. 
because he's more my guy than it's than his guy. Yeah, you guys have different tastes. Yeah, I feel for him. I feel for his family. I imagine that his either unless he's his parents' last child, that his his parents are our peers. Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, you know what? He's three years younger than, or he was three years younger than my son. Right. So, yeah, there's a woman. Our age, a uh, man, our age out here mourning the death of their son. Yeah. And, you know, I looked over to my son and I was like, you know, thanks for still being here. Mm. You yeah, know, it's tough. And I know that people have reactions like from the industry perspective. Um, I know that Pusha T and Jadakiss had just put out a song called Hunting Season. And I think they felt like they were being it would have been disrespectful to keep that song up. Because the premise of the song is about like hunting, hunting down, down other rappers, other younger rappers. rappers, newer rappers. Yeah. Um, I don't know that how close is Push to. I think they have the same management company. Okay, Stephen Victor. That yes, so I think that's probably why it was more. Well, it hit home for them. Yeah. Um, I think the song is really good, and they should put it back up. Don't let it just die. Uh, I, the song is good. I I have favorite parts of the track. Because, yeah. you know, I listen to music slightly different. I'm yeah. like, but this guy was not probably hurt because he was a rapper. He wasn't hurt because he was a rapper he at was all. probably hurt for other things that we don't know anything uh, he, about. Uh, maybe um, he was a hothead or maybe so he was around hotheads. I do want to say know. this. Because I saw this shit on Instagram yesterday. Where some young man decided to take a photograph and portrait image and then put a message on Instagram about how, yeah, he was the one who shared... Pop Smoke's location with someone else that Pop Smoke owed money to, but da 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 da. Wait, what? Yeah, a, a young individual. I don't know who is explaining how things function to these young people, but like y'all have do to that. have some better conversations um, to protect yourselves. Um, but the fact that this person who basically just exposed himself to be an accessory after the fact or before the fact to someone's potential murder. And you're posting it on on Instagram is so fucking stupid. Especially when his people are raw. Um, you might die just because he it's said it. Death. The LAPD is no. not at your door, and then you're going to jail. If he's over here, LAPD won't get to him before the no, streets I do. No, I think he was. He, I think he's an LA guy. Okay. Like I think that. Why? Why does he on. think? Is he looking for clout? I don't know. People, as we've discussed, people from different age groups. Utilize social media and information sharing differently and I think that he felt in order to explain himself He needed to post this explanation of himself in a space in a forum that will allow everyone to see it I don't understand why they don't get that everyone includes the law and the authorities So wait a minute. He's saying yes. I did share his information. Yeah, let me show so he smoke old people money mm -hmm. And I told them where they could find him that's what he's saying? Yeah. Did I was he not good for the money he owed? Uh, to the point whereby you could get it? You're asking, questions. you're asking me to speculate. I don't have any speculation. I can just tell you what I saw. And what I saw was this foolishness. I done deleted it, but I can undelete it because the Apple phone is a snitch, if nothing else. I mean, if my phone's snitching on me, I won't know. Don't touch my phone. That's the way I, I mean. That Don't touch my phone. Don't touch my phone. So read this. Okay. Don't read it out loud. Just read it. Wow. 
I think it's subsequently been deleted. Okay, he's an idiot. Yeah. He's an so idiot. So if you guys saw the idiot, then you saw the idiot in portrait mode, and you saw him do his stupid shit. So um, talk to your young people because you, they don't see the message was very blase, nonchalant, and but that's stupid. There are people, but this goes to the, and we don't want to spend too much time on it. But this goes to the thought process that they keep saying that people are raising sociopaths, right? That parents of people now who are under twenty one, you guys are raising sociopaths because somehow there's not a connection to the human condition of things and the. The of letting a person understand that their actions have consequences. consequences and how those consequences affect others. Somehow, the under 21 crew is being raised to think only of themselves and be very, in a bubble. Be in a bubble that they only sit in without a real understanding of caring for others or just recognizing how your actions affect others. So, it's since most people I know are raising someone under 21 years old. But yeah, I mean, I, I like to think that my son is mindful, um, but mm-hmm. I don't have access to. Well, his. you would know he's mindful if you're communicating with him. Well, you're not communicating him. with him, but he's a little bit. He is an asshole, but he gets that honest. Yeah, but being an asshole and not being mindful of mm-hmm. others and how others experience you and how others are experiencing life. Is not the same thing. Okay, so yeah, I have a funny story. I, you know, sh- shifting topics and lightening the is mood. It's not a us? bad story because okay, I don't want to get killed. By it, it speaks to him actually caring about others mm-hmm. and not just saying, huh, "Not my problem." Right. My nephew Ethan is fourteen and he's been home. You know, winter break. Oh, midwinter recess. Yeah, my sister works from home, so she's home too. And my son was going on a ski trip on. Um, mm-hmm. He was leaving Thursday. So Thursday afternoon, he went downstairs to my sister's apartment, and he was livid. What are you doing? What was she doing? My nephew Ethan has an afro. She was going to cut Ethan's hair herself. Bad move. He was like, absolutely not. You will stop this right now. He cannot go to school next week with you having cut his hair. What are you doing? She was like, but I don't have Pat. Pat is our family barber. Mm -hmm. I don't have Pat. My son doesn't know how to cut. We all go to Pat. Oh. My sister doesn't know how to cut either. She was experimenting. But you can't experiment with a, a young man's hair. Not like, and he has an afro. So, like, what are you doing? He was like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Got the barber on the phone. Was like, yo, you will never believe what's happening over here. We Are you free? Is your chair open? Mm-hmm. And he got my nephew right over to the barber shop to make sure that he didn't get zeked. Because he was about to get zeked. I think he, yeah, I think he got a little bit zeked, and the barber had to clear and like unzeek him a bit. A free delete the zeke. Yeah, but you know, Premier cares about people. Oh, he cares about his little little cousin. Well, usually he'd be like, nah, let him get because Ethan's a handful. He'd be like, let him get that. He deserved that, but he he would not allow it. He was like, nah, you're not going to send him to school looking crazy. See, and that's that, that's that togetherness and that's that family stuff. So I hope he's doing it for others, like, you know. Well, speaking of doing it for others, we're kind of moving through our docket here. And um, your favorite Bayesian and mine. Robin Fenty. Well, the, the, the NAACP Awards was on this weekend. And before we get to Robin, we got to get to Cardi. Cardi and Chance and T.I. because that wonderful TV show Rhythm and Flow 
won an Image Award. I like it. I like that show a lot. I, the show was nice. And I did watch it. Smoke, like, yeah, I the watched smoke it. was with uh, the boy who got his ass beat last night. Oh. He walked him out. What's his name? You know I don't pay attention to boxing. Um, Wilder. Wilder. Fury. De Delante Wilder. He's the every, he's the to this day guy, right? Girl, I don't know. Well, I don't, don't know Neva. I don't get up into the. I don't get into the people them boxing. So the black guy because it costs too much from the pay per view now. Now go to someone's house. Wilder is the black guy. Fury's the white guy. The guy who like a potato. right, right. So the guy who like a potato beat up the black guy whose body was. I did see him in the way. He had a. He had a. His body was crazy. Everything. I heard he was. He got in thirty pounds. I know he got his ass beat. He did, but he was like six four five two thirty of like all muscle. What do you got, think happened there? He got his ass beat. <laughs> but why? He didn't win. But I mean, was he training? Because I heard. Cause my understanding is he had a lot of mouth. History month. He was supposed <laughs> to win. <laughs> he got his ass beat by a man shaped like a potato. <laughs> The man had hands. The man were had, people the were man, people surprised? Well what one of my friends, shout out to Thomas, was saying was one is a fighter and one is a boxer. And okay. if you try to box Delante is the fighter. A fighter trying to fight a boxer. You're gonna wear yourself out. You you're not just wearing yourself out? No, you're just gonna lose because boxers Fury's the boxer. are not fighters. Right. Boxers, boxers are strategically fighters. They're strategically hitting yes, you. Yes, they're gonna win the fight, yes. but y'all, they're also gonna beat your ass because yeah, they're gonna protect themselves. They know how to protect themselves from certain types of because they do offense and defense. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Guess like what? Floyd is a boxer mm -hmm. who also who does a lot of defense and also will get into fights if he needs to with men and women. Unfortunately, uh huh. Yeah. So he got his. Ask me. Mm -hmm. I saw the pictures. I was reading through Twitter because I too did not order shit. I, I was like, this cost the pharmacist on Netflix in peace, and was happy about it. And I was reading on Twitter that the nigga it was bleeding, and the man lick up the, the man. man licked his blood again. Someone you gotta they gotta shoot you now because you weird. Yeah, you weird. You licked this man blood. I know everybody's been tested, so sure, but like ill. That's gross. That's weird. That's gross. Whatever. I would have to so see how that went down. Head, you look it up. If you look on on Twitter, you see pictures of him with his tongue out, licking the licking his neck, licking his blood. This is a problem. That's weird. I mean, he had blood. So, uh, so, so that part of Black History Month, we, like somebody said, Twitter, like Black History we Month is a dumb. It by a week. Just to get back because that was a mess. It was an ugly mess. Well, we just been having a hard go of it this Black History Month. Well, I will say that Robin was a ray of purple sunshine. Aww. Because um, Rihanna this year was the President's, uh, President's Award winner. And I think that she gave a speech that I found resonated deeply with me. Um, I was impressed. It's impressive to see her. She just turned thirty-two, and she really is phasing into her woman, adult. Yeah, her she's womanness. Mm -hmm. Um, and I like it. She's still herself, but she's like herself, becoming as a, a, woman. a version of uh, becoming more divine in her femininity. Sure, and just mature, and really like um, just an adult. And um, there, there were some big key takeaways with her speech because, you know, everybody knows you see Rihanna, you see Rihanna Melissa. Mm -hmm. But you also see Rihanna with a ragtag group of other women. Diverse. Diverse. I mean, they're not all black women. Melissa is, is like her ace boom coon. And her parents. She has Jen. Yeah. I don't know where Jen's I from, but Jen's not black. Central American. Right. Or 
Yeah, Central American or South American. I don't believe she's like a Caribbean Latina. No, she's I, not. Because she gives me a different type of vibe. Um, and then other people, Priscilla. Um, right. I don't really know exactly where Priscilla is from. I'm not going to begin to guess. I just know she's a woman of color, but she's, again, not a person of... She has a very diverse group of friends. friends. And she hangs out with... And business partners. People. Yeah. So the crux of her speech or the main thesis is, you know, here we are. We are at the NAACP. We are... Um, you know, I've done all these great things. You're honoring me, but I and I want to continue to do great things. And we all need to do great things, but we're going to need some help. And what she did was something that I wish, I wish more people who are black who socialize outside of black spaces would do. Is she spoke to the fact that, yeah, I'm a black person who has some friends who aren't black, and they think I'm fun, and they want to be around, and they like me, and. Um, I like them, but there is, in America, there is a price to pay for being black. And there's a price to pay, there should be a price to pay if for you call yourself a friend, a friend or a lover of someone who is a black person. And what she said was that we have to speak to basically our white friends and lovers and know that if, we're, if we eat together and we basically love together, and I'm sure she meant a few other things together, then my problems have to be your problems if we're friends. Right. You have to be affected by what affects me. Right. And if my problems are problems and you see me struggling, then you should support. And like she said, um, she's talking about being an ally, protesting, a true ally. You have to tell your friends to pull up too. Yeah. Pull up. And that is a real big thing in relationships. Interracial relationships. Right. So I've not dated interracially, but I've had friends that were different races of me throughout, I would say, most I, of my life. And I can tell you that there's people you're friendly with, and then there's real friendships. Friends. And if you really want to test the friendship, go through something. Go through something or allow or something that's happening to you. And watch a person try to see how a person handles you. Handles you or handle like are you are you as frustrated or upset about this thing that has happened to me as my black friend would be? You're like, do you care as much as the people who say they truly? To, I can't no, as do you care as much as the people um, who who care for me? And what's it gets weird for me because again, like my granddad's black. I mean, sorry, my granddad's. White. He's a white Irishman, but he's also Bajan. It's a little bit different. It feels a little bit different. Um, because you can't. We We're don't talking have, about being black in America, though. Right. So he's here. Specific thing. Being black in America is a specific thing. Um, our white out, like my white allies at home, you know, they're as invested in me because I'm theirs, right? But it gets really tricky. Like I have a woman I considered a friend who went through something difficult and I was there for her. When I went through a similar difficult thing, she seemed to not show up at all. And Would you say she was like an I don't see color friend? She used to be in my head. And I, you know, I believed her when she said, oh. not I don't see color, but she would be like, this is wrong and I advocate on behalf of this. But when it came right... 
Like when the time to stand up and say something showed up, she had nothing to say. So, all right. So, uh, if you tell me that you don't see color, I can't. That's a problem. That's a problem. So she wasn't saying that. If you are a white person who tells me I don't see color, or worse than that, if you tell me I'm different, right? I don't want to be different. Who I know. I know they didn't think that they were saying something wrong. And they were telling me to my face, I'm different. And thinking that it was a compliment. It was a compliment. No. I am not. I'm same. Same as fuck. (laughs) I'm same as fuck. I am just as blackity black as the next blackity black person. And the next one, and every other. Third and if you knew, person. if you knew better, you might, you might step away from me saying some dumb shit like that. Yeah, but, and sometimes you have to also know someone's intention. So if the person's intention that was not to hurt me, they thought that they were um, complimenting me. Also, it's not my job to always inform white people. Right. I, I, I actually don't want shit. to do it anymore. It's fucking exhausting. Uh, yeah. So and you the know. thing of it is, is that you get caught in it often. I don't want to tell people to pull up. Like well, I want to see if you pull up, and if you don't pull up, I'll, I'll be like, "Yo, this is what we doing. We about to march. Well, this is what we marching for." My thing is this: as I'm as I got older, I just learned that if I was having relationships with people who were like an intra inter racial relationship with a person, usually a woman, because if I'm being really honest, my relationships with white men have only been in a professional, professional with the exception of like some people. That I was able to develop camaraderie with in the workplace, and not like camaraderie is not friendship. It's people you think are cool, you fuck with them, they fuck with you. But at any point in time that they turned on you, you would just be like, "Oh man," and that would just be the end of it. Like some people are nice and and whatever, but um, I would say that my interracial relationships would be with women, um, and even that you you realize what. That this is not a friendship. We can't be friends because you don't really see the me as a like people who look like me as safe people or um, valuable people or um, like I'm this anomaly. I'm special and I don't gain anything by being thought to be special by another they, you know like again, my peer who I don't want to be different from anyone I want to be the same as you even though I'm co- I I have color I mean yeah. I'm a woman you're a woman I have different challenges you have challenges yeah so it's one of those things where if we can't talk honestly about if I can't speak honestly with you about race and hear your honest opinion about race we can't be friends so it's not a litmus test but it's one of those things where you just you have to talk about it and like be able to talk about like do your fam how does your family feel about like Black folks being around, like, is this going to be a problem? Like, these are questions. Are you, you just tolerating ask. it until I leave, or would you, or, or could I actually stay for dinner? House. Yeah, like, so can I actually stay for dinner, or am I just, yeah, I'm coming by to pick you up, yeah. and and then, yeah, you go, yeah, or and and there's people who like this. I get invited to lots of people's things because, but there's people who invite me to their things and I and have me around. But when I have to have a conversation with you about how. Uh, something you're supporting is literally doing harm to me and you tell me I'm the black person telling you this is making me feel this way and you're telling me no, I'm getting not a wrong big thing. and it's not that and you're not considering what I'm saying I know that our relationship doesn't have a, a specific level of uh, intimacy level 
I'm not opposed to so, having friendships with. Um, so this is why we get into the the world of like the Jessica would know. Yeah. Yeah, Jessica. Hey, hey, Jessica. Hey, Jess. Uh, I never say Jess. Hey, Jessica. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what she was doing. I know better than that, Jess. Ica. (laughs) These intraracial relationships that everybody wants to have need to be real. Um, Right. The same way that I talk to someone about a black person about colorism, I should be able to have a conversation about colorism with. A white woman it might be weird but then once you but it's not that weird because there's colorism issues even there's issues that you can kind of connect the dots on you shouldn't have to pay Especially me twenty five hundred dollars for us to have the conversation oh jesus period those bitches anyway but those ladies don't want to be friends they just want to avail themselves so fuck those ladies whatever i say all that to say that rihanna is the is the it was a did a really good job of talking to women who spend time not only with black women, but women that don't look like them, but challenging it. I am not your mascot. I am not your black friend that you tried out. And if we're going to have this relationship... And you can't only be around me because I'm fun. Yeah, there's an expectation of two things. So we're going to work, you know, we're going to work. It's a cyclical relationship. Um, I find that was a little difficult with older white women. Too. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's really hard because there, there's a. It's difficult to hear. Your language is harmful. Your perception is harmful. Your tone is harmful. Um, what you're saying is is because it sounds because it sounds like judgment. Mm-hmm. And, st- you, well, and it's like we can't get to the honest place if you're not willing to have this uncomfortable conversation. And speaking of getting to the honest place, about having an uncomfortable conversation, this is we've been segueing like killing a month, it like the last. What? Uh, did you get a chance to watch Big Sean and Joe Budden? I didn't watch all of it. Why? Um, because I don't know why. I saw some of it. I saw up to. I intended to go back, but then I was like, two hours and t- how many hours of watching Big Sean be fine on screen? I don't know. I spent a lot of time listening to Joe Budden's voice in a week. Joe Budden, you, ignore him. Focus but on I just Sean. felt like and Sean was doing most of the talking. I, I did note that I was going to go back to it and I intend to go back to it. So rapper Big Sean and retired rapper Joe Budden had a sit down interview that was almost two hours long uh, as part of the Joe Budden pull up series. Uh, Thanks sponsored by Cash App. And, and, and uh, he followed it up with another one really quick. Is Wale. He's yeah. probably back to back. Now, usually um, I don't watch the pull ups because they're people I don't want to watch. But we don't get to hear Big Sean talk a lot. So did you see any of it? I saw... Him talking about his mental head yes. headspace as yeah, he was I working. I think that's what we want to focus on because that's kind of the focus of today's episode. I know it took us how many minutes? Uh, forty six. So it took us forty six minutes to get to like the crux of why we're here today. But that's okay because we are giving you nice content along the way. We're talking and about ting. We are talking about things. So anyway, Big Sean, black man from Detroit, raised real black, real Midwestern real salt of the earth was basically expressing to Joe how he was almost killing himself. Yeah, he hit the wall. He he was burnt out. He was doing shows and taking money and chasing money and not sleeping. Be- because he thought his he thought the people that he was taking care of needed him to do that. Yeah. And getting taking certain drugs to keep himself up, up, up or whatever what have you. And how that was basically killing his creativity. 
killing his ability to be in relationships. It was just killing a lot of things. And we, we witnessed a lot of that. We, well, a lot of the... I think before he met her, some of the sleep. Well, no, not... Uh, we saw, we've seen him in how many relationships where we're just like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Joe, the thing about uh, Big Sean is he got big Aries energy. So, like, he let you see. Oh, that's what he is? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, he'd be floating? He, yes, that's an Aries thing? If, you with, if I'm with you, what secret? <laughs> Why are we having a secret? Come look at my new this and. I don't have any new nothings. And I'm here. I, I just. And, and that's it. And when they're gone, they're not here anymore. No explanation. That's it. Because and we had our fun. We whatever. The person's gone. That's that fire energy. Yeah, let's do this. Let's yeah, do this. Person. And then he would get with this damn Janae, who was probably more, couldn't be more opposite from him, because she's got that Pisces energy, which is not Aries energy. It's very emotional. Um, yeah, but there's something about him that does something for her, um, and he speaks. He speaks. When he was talking to Joe about relationships, so you haven't you see. Listen, I didn't get to the yeah, relationship part. When you listen part. to a person who's someone with their equal, it starts to sound like they're being challenged. And he sounds like someone who has been being challenged emotionally for the last X amount of years of his life, and he is working. If you want to be here, you got to do the work. Respects the fuck out, out of, of the work and the work. No, but her. You don't. I don't hear a man talking about a peer that they are with, that they are in love with, that they respect. Because when you're with someone who's younger than you, you can daddy them to death. Yeah, you could make them hush and up. When they're older than you, you can look up to them and they become this hero mother. But when it's a peer. This is your peer and you are growing with them and like you're admiring them and you're learning, you're opening up to things about your spirituality and your energy and like how to Rest yourself because you are overcompensating for things that happened in your life that have no control. You have no control. Over She's forcing him to do the work on yeah. himself, not for her, but for, for him. him. And somehow these two loonies found their way back to each other, even though I think that breakup was fake. For like, who? not fake, but like they didn't even they know didn't, they were faking. Right. Because the girl covered the man's face on her body. Right. And still got back with him. I'm not getting this back. I would have been pissed if I was him though. Like what? What'd you cover it with? Uh, scriptures, I believe. Okay, not little barbecue. Who's who's the one who come, who put the tattoo? Little barbecue oh, on the ponytail. Know. I don't. Oh oh. <laughs> Ariana Grande. Ari yeah, but yeah, that ain't that was too easy for him. So I mean, I don't presume to know him, but his energy and my favorite part of the interview. Was when Joe was like, you know, I'd be trying to like say certain things to Janae. You know, I really like her, her whatever, but she got me blocked. And when he was like, well, I guess you should have been talking all that shit then. I guess. <laughs> that's that what happens. It. And he was like, I guess you're right. He was like, well, that's what happens. She, you she blocked, blocked you because you wasn't going to disrupt her peace anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's and that's and it. she's very she's very serious about her peace. Yeah, and so you were disrupting just, it. He was, I. And it made me think about you and I hit you up and I started telling you, I said, I think we need to talk to the people a little bit about some spiritual stuff and specifically about things I don't understand because I don't know shit about shit. I mean, I know shit about stuff. Like, yeah, I have instincts. She ain't tell no shit about a lot of shit. But um, I wanted to, I, you had told me about another deck of beautiful tarot cards you got. And aside from seeing these cards and seeing how beautiful they are and knowing that people 
work with them. I don't know shit about them. I just know like that is just pretty cards. It's, it's card, but they mean something. They all mean something. Even a regular deck of cards. Which then made me think about my religious friends who couldn't play cards because I wasn't allowed to play cards either. Well, not that I wasn't allowed to, um, but they used to say only two type of women play cards: rich and whores. So you know. All right. I mean, it's lit. It's lit. So today's episode is going to be a little bit of Goody teaching us tarot. All right, let's have fun with it. You have any questions first? Give everybody, give the people an overview of what tarot is and what it isn't. Okay, um, tarot. At least for me, you know, there's some people. People have different approaches to everything on this earth. Um, I am a fond of the Rider Waite Smith Tarot system. Um, Years and years and years, this can go back to kings, courts, and gestures. Like, people have used tarot for divination for eons. Um, it's a deck of 78 cards, 22 majors, 56 minors. My, I might have just hit that foxy math. <laughs> um, the majors all have, like, if you have a major in a, in a reading... That's something that you can't avoid. The minors are like the mundane things that you could change. Um, the minors are broken into four suits. That would be uh, pentacles or coins, uh, cups, wands, um, cups, wands, pentacles, cups, wands, pentacles. What's the fourth? Give me a second, y'all. Swords. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Every suit is associated with, um, well, taking a step back, I've been reading tarot for Thank 20 you. years. How did you get invite, introduced to it? Well, those who know me knows that I've been on a spiritual journey for, and now it's three decades. Um, when I was 23, I was at the stage in my spirituality where, you know, I was like, God, lead me to the things you want me to be um, affiliated with, associated with. Um, sometimes that would just be like, I'm going to go out for a walk wherever I end up, I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Um, or one day I went into Barnes and Noble and I was like, God, whatever book you need me to get or whatever you need me to purchase today, lead me to it. Mm -hmm. And I'd walk around until I got a feeling of what I needed to, um, gravitate towards. Okay. That happened to be a set of tarot cards. I was 23. You did. Yeah, you I gave would. them to you. I purchased them because I was like, God, what do you need me? I went mm -hmm. into a Barnes and Noble. I was like, lead me to what you need me to read. Yeah. Um, it was a tarot deck. Uh, Have you ever seen them portrayed like in the movies? I've seen them portrayed in movies in the past. Hold on, y'all. Uh, uh, Carmen, that's with Dorothy Dandridge. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of that was surrounding the death card. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Joe will die, <laughs> death to Joe. But um, I've seen him. I didn't see the movie with Taraji um, where Erica Badu read oh, from a deck. Oh, you talking about um, Side of House Rules? No. Um, there was a Taraji, uh, Erica Badu, and Issa Rae where Taraji was turned into a little person. Oh, okay. You mean? Not a little person. Was it Regina Hall? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, Taraji's not in that movie. It's not. No, that's Regina Hall. Holy smoke! Sorry, yeah. Taraji. You talking about Marseille Martin? Yeah. The one she just won the uh, I think it's called Little. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. and it's not little movie. people. It's, it's little. It's little. Yeah. Um, I didn't see the movie, but I saw the deck that Erica Badu was reading from. Mm-hmm. I own that deck too. It was an Orisha Tarot deck, which is a whole different. It's different. That's a whole lot. All right. So more. give us the basics. So what would a person give me like the three or four things? The four. Let's say top five reasons why someone would use tarot. Divination, um, some people use it for shadow work. What's shadow work? Mm-hmm. That's when you're just dealing with the dark parts of yourself just to get some clarity on um, what you need to work on. So when you see people dealing out cards like Salatea to themselves, that's them trying to no, people work who, well, on themselves? Pe- there's rarely an um, occasion where on, in, on TV you're going to see someone reading tarot cards for themselves because... The, the thing is for someone to be getting a reading mm-hmm. But if you were to see me Sitting down with a deck Nine times out of ten Well no now Because I spend most Saturday mornings Giving people readings mm-hmm. um, But maybe six times out of ten I'm reading for myself um, I do a daily tarot poll To see what's going on Every day? Kinda, Yeah kind of okay. to give me an idea Of what I'm going to be Looking into for the day Um so there's a daily. There is a, uh, you could do a yearly, like at the beginning, the top of the year when people are like, well, what were you doing for New Year's Eve? And I'm like, I'm meditating. Mm-hmm. I am probably also did an annual tarot spread. Um, romantic questions that, you know, like, why did I, why did I do this? Mm-hmm. Why did I select this person? What will happen if I go this route? People have like romantic questions. Okay. Um, f- a lot of people, like a lot of readings I do now, are for people who are starting businesses and they just kind of want an idea of what they should be focusing on. But the cards are so broad. How is it that a person can f- know what to focus on by looking at the cards? Um, like when I look at the deck, I don't see anything that says, girl, start a podcast or like, don't, so you wouldn't don't open see- up a store. You know but you I mean? wouldn't. But the cards aren't that broad. Every card means something. Okay. So, so um, if you were to ask me, "Hey, I started a podcast. What can I? What? What? You know? What do I need to focus on?" Mm-hmm. I could pull, let's say, a three of wands. Wands is fire energy. Mm-hmm. That's you. Wands is your shit. Like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Mm-hmm. So the three of wands is like, okay. You decided that you're going to do this. You now have to decide which direction you're going to take. Okay. Right? Um, I so you get three of wands, lay it down. So if it was like, um, so you put that card there, and then like, do you get another one? Well, I do spreads. Like, every position of the card mm-hmm. means something. Okay. Right? So it would be like, what does Chantel need to focus on? What's the next six months going to look like? Mm-hmm. What challenges will she face? What will the perks be? Mm-hmm. Is there anything that she needs to help her along the journey? Mm-hmm. Um, like I did a reading for a lady once, and I was like, um, I'm doing the reading, and I'm like, oh, okay, what kind of business you're, are you getting mm-hmm. into? Because it doesn't seem like your spouse likes it. And she laughed. She was like, yeah, he's been giving me a hard time mm-hmm. about it's not that he doesn't like the business He doesn't like my approach to the business mm-hmm. So I was like oh okay Didn't want to delve into what it was Because I thought it might be it might get weird mm-hmm. um, So Like the every card means something mm-hmm. um, 
because I don't just know tarot. I know astrology, mm-hmm. numerology. Um, so herme- a- there are hermetic symbols on the decks. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes every card, the cards tell a story. What's the biggest misconception that people have about tarot cards? You think? Um, that they are witchcraft and rooted in the devil. Now, for some, it could be. Some people do practice for witchcraft. But what I yeah. often say, some people practice witchcraft in this world. Um, <laughs> yes. But, and you know, and if they happen to be reading tarot, like some people will be doing a spell and use a tarot card. Mm. Like, if they want to do a love-binding smell, spell, they'd use the tarot card. Yeah, it's crazy. Stop trying the, to bind people to love you. Yeah, that's... It's really the most dangerous the, thing in the world. And disgusting. And no one like, wants that. Do you want someone like to like love you because not you know why? Because you tricked them? Dude. That's fucking no, weird. Stop it's weird, but people. they would take the... Don't put nothing in people's sauce neither, y'all. Yeah, that's, that uh, all of that is disgusting. Ridiculous. But there are some people, some couples who together make those decisions. But basically, that's a free will. That, that's weird. But um, what I always say is, one, and nothing I'm going to be involved with is going to be considered witchcraft. Right. Although some people just call me a witch for whatever reason. Mm. I don't identify well, with that. Which can be good or bad. I, I don't know. Like, don't if like anything, it. most people, you know, people who don't know anything and just see all of the weird things that I happen to be things they considered consider weird that I happen to be involved in would call me a witch but people who know they call me a high priestess Mm -hmm. because they're like they see me as somebody who's not just going to do something for them I'm going to teach them how to Mm -hmm. do it um you know I've been told that it's my path to kind of show people hey everything doesn't have to be traditional go to church you know there's a way to worship god mm-hmm. without having to go to a sanctuary a way to realize that you are the sanctuary mm-hmm. and that you can honor god from within so you know i'm not most people call me people who know call me a high priestess people who don't know call me a witch um but that would be the biggest misconception that is witchcraft mm. and that the cards are evil and that the cards are like having a deck um, will make you start having series of bad luck. Mm-hmm. That's the external. The internal, like, tarot community, um, one of the biggest misconceptions is that you cannot buy your own deck, that your deck must be gifted to you. Mm. Is that not true? No. If I, w- I, I have over 50 decks, maybe at 54, maybe more, because I keep finding decks that I didn't remember I had. Mm-hmm. If I had to wait for people to buy the decks that I want, it's like people say you shouldn't buy the money plant for yourself. Right. And I'm like, why? Well, if, I I, want money, if I want the money, I'm going to get it for myself. I'm not going to hint. Isn't it the same if I hint to you? about bamboo plants too, right? Yeah. But am I supposed to hint to you? That if I hint to you that I want it, isn't it the same as me buying I mean, it anyway? Yeah. So, yeah. You, you know, that's one misconception. Um Next question. Like, what else you want to know? Well, no. I, what I would love for you to do too is, is like I asked you about the misconceptions, and I before we put the mics on, I asked you, Goody, if you had to tattoo one tarot card on you, on your forearm, of your left arm, which is the arm that reaches to your heart, right? Which tarot card would it be? Um, it would be a toss-up. I told you originally it would be the Queen of Pentacles. Pentacles are um, Earth. The Pentacles represent Earth signs, mm-hmm. and the Queen of Pentacles would represent myself as a Capricorn woman. Mm-hmm. That it would be a toss-up of that or the actual High Priestess. Mm. 
Let me see. Do you have one up there? Give me a second. I'll show you the high priestess. I don't shuffle the damn thing. This is a high priestess. Okay. It's not my favorite high priestess. Not, but uh, no, but we've seen them. Remember when I went to Sable Collective? Yes. And they had like, what did they have Mary J. Blige as the high priestess? Uh, you know, that would make sense. But they they, they did it with um, hip hop right. and R&B um, people. Uh, I've it's seen called it. the Hip Hop Tarot, I oh, believe. Is that what it's called? Yes. So the two, car the two decks that you brought out today, one is... Um, Afro Tarot. Because it's what's... Afro Tarot. Yeah, so what's been happening over the past it feels very new maybe three or four years um, there's Afro Tarot and the Afro Goddess Tarot mm. um, and one has more of an artistic interpretation of, of beautiful black right. women in a modern setting and right. the other one has more of a it's the traditional, traditional tarot but it's the traditional yeah. tarot but black, black people. people now what you know my first tarot deck is all white people yeah it's all white with this you know the, the pointy the nose pointy nose face. even the um the church the mm -hmm. anglo-saxon mm -hmm. church um which is cool you know it's what i used i, I had no choice because there was no diversity i'm but, curious about how all of this expands right so like does it where does the tarot where do the readings start do they start in europe do they start in africa um in africa here i think they start in europe um i could be wrong but in africa we had different ways of um divination uh -huh. like throwing bones yeah so you know that's like dice right so and you know what's really funny guys like every single thing that church tells you not to do you ever notice directly came mm -hmm. right from which also is why some people, especially some black folks, have a problem with, with Christianity. The church, yes. Because everything that you that was made to be evil were all the with things that if you survived the transatlantic slave trade, and not slave trade, but if you, if you survived the transatlantic cruise that wasn't the fanciest cruise, it was a fucked up cruise, and you got here and you remembered stuff from home and you tried to do it, the way to stop you to do it was to tell you that it was a tool of the devil. Right. So, so throwing bones. Throwing bones. Which that throwing, would be, um, which were chicken bones. It would right? either be chicken bones, like all small kinds bones. of small animal bones. And now, and then dice. Which were, I mean, so what our ancestors did. Sorry, guys. I just couldn't stand to have that bag still be on. Yeah, she don't want the chips to get still. Yeah, sorry. Um, what our ancestors did is mm -hmm. they started um, hiding their spiritual practices in, in Christianity, Christianity where you get that's where you get hoodoo right or voodoo no or voodoo would just be Haitian oh and is everyone else doing hoodoo um Americans do hoodoo like the yes. like well, the one hoodoo yeah. is American well that also well not only roots, Americans though. yeah roots yeah conjuring yeah people call it roots or black magic right or some other shit. They call it some other thing. But, but you know, pretty well known. Um, so you would get bones, and instead of bones, they started throwing dice. So now it's not bones anymore, which mm -hmm. is scary for Massa. Now it's dice, and it's a game. Mm -hmm. But initially, they probably weren't playing; they were divining, mm -hmm. right? So then it became a game because isn't this fun? Yeah, this is fun. Well, oh, look at this! This is with, fun. We can guess things. We could guess a whole bunch yeah. of things. So now, like, and tarot, you know, the tarot is called a game. It is. Yep. It's crazy, though. Like, I like the idea that you continue, that you you do this stuff, and you don't do it with any shame. Well, there used to be shame. Like, you know, many people, 
uh, know right now that I read tarot, but that's a part of my spiritual journey. Like, I can't evolve. I, I can't evolve. Um, I can't evolve in secret. And my goal in all things is my spiritual evolution. Um, I can't do that in secret. I right. just have to be. Like, I can't do much in secret. And I'm just at a place Except where. she don't want to post boyfriends in public. I mean, if I find one worthy, yeah, we're going to ball out. But, you know, until such time as, as look. I, I post, I will post prospects in public. Because I need to see, like, do we look cute together? Like. Nah, we we not doing that because no, a lot of these men that. these nah. men will have people coming up so to your what? door. Come, bitch. Nah, I'm don't come to, right back don't, to him. Don't come over by me, okay? okay. Don't okay. come over by my house. Yeah, you could come on over, but you're gonna go right back. Leave me alone. So, like, um, for me, with regard to things being done in secret, spiritually, I was led to like uh, you know because I do a lot of prayer meditation, mm -hmm. and I was led to have to be public because and this was like seven or eight years ago whenever i first started telling people that i chanted and it was like yo oh yeah you would always talk about that on facebook right it was like okay i chant and i know people were looking at it as weird but at the same time i also knew like it was dropped into my spirit that years later other people would not would need to know that they could come to me and ask me questions about this thing i do mm -hmm. because there was a shift in global consciousness towards people just being fed up with the church you know you had the the, the catholic priest molesting um boys mm -hmm. and, girls. and girls um you had like the, the the fleecing of people and not all churches are bad but enough of them have been doing you know taking money out of the community and not adding enough back adding some back to the community mm -hmm. but taking enough to buy themselves a very very nice car meanwhile mm -hmm. they're driving past parishioners at the bus stop um i think bottom line people wants wanted to remove the middleman mm -hmm. between their relationship with god and i knew that that was going to happen six to seven years ago mm. and today you know as i sit here like my my dms blow up with people just having questions how do i get mm. into this and and for me i'd rather people come to me a safe person because a part of the growth of the spirituality movement means that there are going to be people ready to to trick you and bamboozle you and i'd rather people come to me and know that i'm someone they can come to than um Go out there and spend fifteen hundred dollars for what? somebody to teach to re you know somebody be like oh I'm reading your tarot deck and um, or hey if you want you're hexed and, and if you want to remove the hex it's gonna cost this amount of money so like what's something that people should look out for as it relates to dealing with people when it comes to stuff like specifically like tarot readings or protecting yourself from someone being like a charlatan towards you i feel like if if you're dealing with someone and they're not empowering you mm -hmm. like everything recall like you know i'm going to give you this reading and i'm going to tell you something's really bad going on in your life mm -hmm. and it's really bad but i can help you because i'm going to burn these candles but i can't burn these candles until you give me 175 dollars okay like you like so you're not empowering me at all like if the let's just say there was something going on and you did need if a you cleansing woke up and you had a feeling about me, but you were like, 
I had a feeling, but I, I need her to give me three hundred dollars to tell it. I went. I went. It feels so shitty. If, that's that's crappy to me. That's like, crappy. That, that's what makes me think none of it's real. Because like, who? What person would do that to someone? You know, I, 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 no one. But the funny thing is, like, um, I have a group of women. We don't pray as much together as we used to, but mm-hmm. we used to pray together. But I don't. I don't quote scripture because I. You. I. I grew up in the church, but. I used to go to church for the ministry of music, <laughs> right? Like, no, I understand. I, I used understand. to go, and the ministry of music is what kept me. And some people, you know, yes, I remember the verses I had to do for recitation, mm-hmm. but I wasn't remembering the Bible like other people had to remember the Bible. Right. So some of the women I prayed with would quote scripture, but before they even got a chance to quote the scripture they were about to quote, I would be... You know, I like I'd be driving with one and say, "Hey, um, I was just thinking about insert whatever broad idea I was thinking about," and she would go wherever she was going. She'd be like, "You know what? It's funny you said that because today's scripture, like the scripture she was about to read for the day in her mm-hmm. daily bread, was exactly the same. Bread, do people still? Rock yeah, people with still it? rock with the daily bread. It would be exactly the same thought that I had shared." Which kind of, for me, helps me just be more um, open because they understand I'm not coming from a bad place. Yes, I am a Christian, Mm -hmm. but I'm not the kind of Christian that needs to go to church in order to see Christ. Like, I will sit down and be like, yo, where you want me to go? How is my conversations are very real. Like, yo, sometimes I'm cursing like, yo, this is fucked up. What's good? Like, I ain't feeling this at all. Like, where you want me to go? What you want me to do? Um. Sometimes I'll just be, you know, people, because all of a sudden everyone's an empath, right? <laughs> and, yeah, we we are all capable of feeling what other people feel, empathetic. Right. Or empathy. But, you know, people were, like, struggling because they're like, I'm an empath and I can't be around people. And I'm like, I do get that, but you don't have to suffer because when you're around people, you feel their emotions. There's a way to totally guard and block yourself so that. Do you believe that that's true? Yes. That all the people who think they're empaths are empaths. I think we're all empaths because we're all capable. Like, are well, we? I think there's some people who are not capable of feeling other. Well, those emotions. are the people who just lack empathy. And what are those sociopaths? I think so. A psycho. 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 Right. So, but there's some kind. They on a path. <laughs> they on one of the paths. Um, but for me personally, I know that um, I pray every morning. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I would pray and somebody would pop into my head and I would know that that's the day that I need to go ask the person, are they okay? Not what's your business, but are you okay? Right. And there's some people be like, yo, Goody, how you always know to contact me? (laughs) Like when, when I need to speak to somebody, um, but then there was a point where that was becoming too much to me and I was worn out. Like I was totally tapped out of all of my energy. Right. And I told God, I was like, look, Make I can't do this own. right now. Only like only send me names or only send me people that I can actually that have no other way of getting any kind and no one else they could talk to, no one else they could work with. So but then there would be days where I'd be like, okay, God, I'm good. And I remember the last time I did the shutdown and the open, mm-hmm. I did, it was a shutdown. And then um, in the morning, I was like, okay, God, you know, I'm, 
I want to be a light on the path to you. Mm-hmm. And I can do that today. And I was walking to work. And, you know, I was hurrying because I was about to miss the train. And there was a girl walking next to me. And she said something. I was like, oh, girl, we got it. And then she looked at me and she was like, you know, my ex-boyfriend keeps calling. I think he's going to try to kill me. And I was like, what? What? So she called. He called, and I was like, girl, give me the phone. We And, you know, we still hustling to the train. I was like, give me the this phone. Is someone you know? No. We just happened to be walking to the train at the same time. Um, and I was like, hello? And he was like, yo, stop playing with me. And I was like, you've got the wrong number. He was like, yo, I could see y'all. Stop playing with me. Give her back her phone. And I hung up the phone. I was like, he's watching you right now. Mm. And what I need you to do, she was a nurse. I was like, you probably worry about everybody else and do a lot of prayer for everybody else, but you probably don't pray enough for yourself. What I need you to do is when you go to work, wash your hands, and as you're washing your hands, tell God you want your, you're washing him away from you mm-hmm. and get rid of him. Like, you have to tell God you need to get rid of him. You're not talking to God about yourself. Because she was like a cancer nurse. Mm. I was like, you're talking to God about other people, but you're not talking to God about yourself. Mm. And she was like, you're right, but I feel selfish. I was like, yo, this dude want to kill you. You need to do it. So she said she went, you know, I saw her like two weeks later. She was like, yo, it worked. What you told me to do worked, and now I pray for myself. And I was like, yeah, okay. But that was, you know, I had just told God, like I showered, Mm -hmm. dressed real fast because I was running late. Told God, okay, whoever, and ran into this woman. Mm. Gave her that message. I was like, all right, God, time to shut it down. Because, like, I'm very um, I'm very serious about protecting my own energy. Mm-hmm. And that, like, sometimes people see me, they'd be like, yo, I could see, they could see it off of me. Mm-hmm. And that's why some people are drawn to me with their nonsense. And I'm always a, able to see through the nonsense. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it, there's a lot that happens spiritually. Um, for everyone, I just think everybody's getting to a point where they're recognizing that things don't just happen. Things are connected. Mm. This synchronicity. Mm. So, anything So, else? if somebody wanted to start, what would you recommend that they do if they wanted to start out with tarot cards? How would you? I would suggest that they buy a writer, Waite Smith. Smith was a black woman. She did the art on the original tarot. Mm-hmm. They probably was like, girl. What's her name? Um, damn it. Her last name is Smith. Give me a second. Ryder Waite Smith. But I'd suggest that they get a Ryder Waite Smith deck. And, um, Spell it. R-I-D-E-R dash. Ryder. Waite. W-A-I-T-E. Waite. Smith. Some people get slick and they cut off the Smith part. So Ryder Waite Smith deck yeah and that's because that's the the most used system Mm -hmm. and if you can if you get the that system down you can buy any of the other decks and you will be able to pick up to get it going her name's pamela coleman smith she did the art and you know people get slick and they be trying to be like just buy white right away and i'd be like smith yeah well i think this is super helpful and it helped me to understand a little bit more about it and i feel like if i'm i'm more 
edified, then I'm sure everyone else is going to be more edified by the whole process. Okay. So I thank you for sharing everything because you didn't have to. Uh, I think that... And it's not easy because people be like, ah, uh, you know, Wes always be yeah, like, good is a witch. Then you could have turned the shit off. But there's people who are curious, and this is not necessarily something that you always have an opportunity for someone to give you free game. Because yeah, that's what charge you for this. Yeah, that's what so, that's what I like to do. I like to give people free game because I believe that um, the tarot could be a great co tool for self discovery, mm -hmm. um, depending on what you're looking into. Um, some people get obsessed, like eat, love, pray, you, pray love. or eat, pray, love. You remember where she said she went to the um, the spiritual spiritualist, and she and the woman told her it does not matter who comes through the door mm -hmm. how big their career is the one thing the most questions I get are romance mm -hmm. like some people are just so caught up mm -hmm. in the romance it's funny um, but uh, it, it, I like to empower people to like why go pay someone to read your cards when you can learn to read your cards for yourself well it's funny that you say that about empowerment and want to empower people because that's like one of the little pieces I think of that are the nature of being a black woman. I don't know if just America, just period. And it kind of goes into like our we see you sis of this week that Can you came up with. Which um, kind of like I could see where you would be attracted to them because much like you, these are women who know a little bit more than others who are trying to empower people so that they can advance. So tell the people about our we see you sis this week. So uh, at some point this week, I you know, I saw my homegirl Arlene Peterson, what's up Arlene, um, pop up on this Now This, it, it was a Now This article, are you familiar with those, like Now This, they, yeah, 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 so I was like, oh, what's she doing, I had no idea she was doing this, but she is a part of a team called Cataclusive, mm -hmm. and what their task, that they, they are advocates for minorities in the cannabis business and why do we need advocates in the cannabis business right we being anyone who's a, not a white male anyone who's not a white male they have taken this thing that was illegal and a lot of brothers and sisters are in jail behind mm -hmm. marijuana and it's now big business it's about to, i think they say it's going to be a 13 billion dollar business mm -hmm. by 2025 that's right around the corner right and right now so when it was illegal, we were doing, you know, we were selling or people were getting involved in it. Not me, because I followed the law. But just also, it was people were risking their lives, life and limb, and right. all kinds of other foolishness in order to try to get this right. shit going. And now, here we are. And it's weed is big legal, business. And it seems like it's being, people of they're, color they're being, and women are, are being, being squeezed out. Edged out. Or edged completely yeah, edged out. out. Not squeezed out because you're not getting an opportunity to even get on deck. Right. So these ladies, it seems like from what I saw, they're laying it out so that if you're a woman of color, and that's not just black women, that's women of all colors, creeds, if you're a disabled person who wants to start a business, these ladies are going to give you game to get you where you need to go. They're also working towards um, destigmatizing. Like black people smoking weed are always, are not looked at the same way as... Black people doing anything, anything fucking right. fun. Anything is, fun. Um, looked at as a, a decision about our, um, our respectability. So... It's kind of like why people say like down with respectability po politics. politics because 
you're trying to put yourself in line with a space in a place that doesn't believe that you belong anyway so it doesn't matter so why try so if these girls want to excuse me if these women want to deal with the reducing um, blockages for women of color and marginalized communities then big fucking big ups to them they're also trying to advocate to free the people who are in jail behind this that's thing that's now thing that we don't it's now about. legal so why 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 is he in jail still why is she in jail still that's the bigger thing we do not talk about as much as we should um another another thing they're doing is they're connecting you to people of color who are in who the people who have gotten into the business mm-hmm. um they're connecting you so it's kind of like a directory they have the they have the resources they know who's doing what who has the baked goods who has mm-hmm. the gummies who has the the bud and they're connecting you to those people because i'm gonna tell you all right now i just told uh, my co-worker i was like how do you put your purchase order in for marijuana stuffs I was like, because I would like to bake my own brownies because, you know. Oh, you want to make your own uh, weed plant brownies? But not for sale, just because I like no, brownies. Like, I don't, you know, brownies. I don't want to have to beg and plead, and I don't want to have five on it. I don't want to have to go to the corner to get me, like, a, a brownie or whatever. Um, I hear you. Yeah. So, like, for people, so it was illegal mm-hmm. and is is decriminalized now, yeah. but um, still not necessarily 100% legal. That's but, the problem, though. Right. But for me, a person like me who's more or less a straight arrow, I don't know how I need something like can occlusive because I don't know how to go about getting any of these fun things, you know. Well, the thing with can occlusive though is if you wanted to maybe look at maybe seeing how you could start a business, I, I could look at that too. But you yeah. know, the the very first thing I I needed to find out was how you get the brownies. Uh, it was the one brownie. <laughs> I just wanted a brownie. <sighs> Cause I have to get take another crack at trying to take these things without losing two days out of my life. Mm. Mm. Uh, with that being said, um, it seems like we've kind of like another week of just taking a fantastic journey through our dockets, um, coming up with uh, hopefully compelling conversations. That Chantel you guys producing are me. No, I mean I think that we should we should talk next about other aspects of spirituality that are things we see on a daily basis so we can be less ignorant you know everybody sees tarot cards but they don't always know so i'm gonna try to get you to send me a picture of the, the card that you would make your tattoo and maybe we can put that up for the people after we post the um this week's episode yeah you have to see like some of these decks are so damn beautiful like yeah. these, my favorite deck which i i left on a cell and i um, charging plate. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what none of that shit means, yo. <laughs> selenite is a crystal that um, cleanses everything that it's in touch with. Like I it's see. a constant cleansing. Well, I want to thank you for being so open because you didn't have to give up all that information and you gave Facts. the game up. Facts. And that's appreciated and I love it. Um, and I'm sure that you just, like I said, put somebody on and help somebody get a little bit of understanding and open someone's mind. Yeah, my inbox is open. I'll be like, yo, what? Yeah, okay, you have questions, ask me. Questions me. Like, ask me. Feel free to ask if there's any other topics as it relates to spirituality that you want us to get into. None of that fucking, like, no spell casting. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not binding anybody. Yeah. And men, please know, because I'm out here, I'm dating or whatever. I'm not binding anybody to me because, no. you know. Fuck um, you. that's why. Um, there ain't nobody that hot. Like, <laughs> like for what? So you're not you cute, but you're not cute like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. For me to have to be stuck with your ass forever, ever, forever, ever. ever? ever?
No, no even no. when I don't want you no more, because that's another thing. Like, yeah, how um, do you untie it? You do can. You use, like, scissors, um, soul scissors. It's actually called a cut and clear. Mm. But why do the shit in the first place? See, foolishness. But you know, they, that's a big in the in the um. Oh, spirituality community. Of, that's a big uh, ass thing. Mysteries and such. You think this uh, Jay Electronica album is going to come out? Nah, I actually don't think it's going to come out. I think it's, and I wait. He, what inspiration does he have for putting it out? Because you know the same way he could do the the stuff. Like he could record something and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have to sell it because he's like a billionaire right now in well, this he moment. He's a billionaire, but he laid up with one. Well, he aren't they married? No. Oh, he just laying up. Yeah. Lock, lock that down, fam. I don't know what you waiting for, cause you never know. She gonna set him on his way soon or later. He gonna have to make his music. Uh, wait, is Jeremy Le- Meeks still like making um the woman with the heiress? Yeah. Is he still with the heiress? I don't know. I thought they broke up, but he will be I don't damn keep fool. Up with these people. He needs to be, but please. I do not keep up with them. But again, this has been a really good episode. I want to thank everybody for listening. If you have any questions about spirituality, tarot cards, music, whether you think Jay Electronica is ever going to make a fucking nah. album, we don't. Photographers, know. Photographers that we can utilize. Please tag a photographer and post this on your socials. Tag a makeup artist and post this on your social. Um. Tag a really nice white friend that has been good to you if you're a person of color who has interracial relationships with people who treat you like a human being and not like a a prop on their sex in the city, New York City or major metropolitan city life board. Um, again, rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Thoughts to his family. Um, mother, father, uncle, aunt, sisters. I don't know if you Love and light, y'all. Yeah. Like that. Canarsie. Yeah. Hold it's unfortunate. And um I, yeah, think, I heard they was turning up for him. Um I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I hope they stay safe. Everybody wow. stay safe. Um You gave them our socials? I'm about to. Uh that would that's our that's this week's episode. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Termagent Talk, Facebook, Termagent Talk. Uh email us at termagentalkpod at gmail.com. Please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review so that whenever we have a, a pod put out, it jumps up right into your inbox and lets you know that we are So you could get the something. Yeah, bitch. We here. So we'll be back next week unless my job tries to kill me like it did last week. Yeah, she Someday almost died. we're going to talk about how hard Chantel works outside of this. But this podcast is my joy and it allows me to just talk shit without having to worry about being... Um, viewed or judged or or seen in any way that's not the way that i am so i thank you guys for listening and we'll speak to y'all next week bye bitch bye